0: You are listening to episode number four of the Fine Art of Adulting's podcast. In today's episode, I cover five simple ways I'm able to reduce both my everyday and situational anxiety. I'd like to point out that these are actionable things that you can do right now, or I guess rather after this podcast, so listen in because these tips are so important these days. There is a lot of uncertainty about the near future, and for many, this adds to our everyday anxiety. So having these tips in your back pocket may become really helpful to you. Hi, I'm Jessica Carrera. I started this company because I am obsessed with helping people learn what should have been taught in school. I once needed this resource and couldn't find everything in one place, So I became the very hub I wish I had when I started to navigate this multifaceted thing that we call adulthood. If you are looking to have access to information so that you can better utilize the resources you already have, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome back to another Thoughtful Thursday episode here on the podcast. I wanted to record this episode today because with the additional stress that many are under right now, I figured sharing some of these not-so-mainstream anxiety coping methods would probably be helpful. A lot of people may not know about these. I didn't know about a lot of them until the last six or so months, so... I'm sure that there are other people out there that don't know about some of these as well. So the very first method that I am going to talk about is the Wim Hof method, which I did touch base on last week. I love the Wim Hof breathing technique. I will post a link in the show notes to a free YouTube video that you can do that's about 10 minutes long. This breathing technique is so powerful because it causes your body to have the physiological response of a panic attack. So, when you do this, you should be in a place where you feel totally comfortable. I like to do it when my husband is home. Like, I don't even like to do it when I'm home alone because it makes me feel like I'm having anxiety and that is really uncomfortable at first. So, if it makes you feel better, you can do it with a friend or your partner, whatever. I will do the video with Eric around and it literally makes me feel like I'm having a panic attack and the whole purpose of doing this is teaching your body how to cope with that feeling itself. Because for many, that feeling can be so overwhelming that they physically can't do anything else but be in that panic. You can't get out of it mentally, you know, like it just, it spirals out of control really easily. That's why I like this method because you get comfortable in the discomfort. So, when you do start to feel those physical sensations of anxiety when you're in public or wherever, You're able to cope with it so much better because you've gotten your body to do it so many times before. It's kind of like, you know, they say public speaking gets easier and easier. And I know that that's true because you just, you know, as you become more and more comfortable with your own presence on the stage, even the same idea holds true here the more and more you do it the easier it gets the first few times I did this I I think I took like a two-week break after the first time I did it because I thought ah I don't know if I could do it again but I just kept reading all of these success stories from people online that were changing their lives just because of breath work and I was like I might as well give it a shot because it's free and I can do it at home so let's go (laughs) And then Wim Hof doesn't just do breathing. I did want to mention that he does like this whole ice bath thing. There is a lot of science behind why this can help with anxiety and depression. It helps with anxiety because your body is, again, learning to respond to a lot of the physical sensations of anxiety and it can have an antidepressive effect due to the cold water on skin sending electrical impulses to your brain. So it's kind of a win-win. It's definitely worth the initial discomfort for the long-term benefits and like plus it's super good for your hair and skin. So does it get any better than that? It's like seriously so good for your mental health. It's good for your your whole body. So you might as well just give it a shot. I don't do the whole ice bath thing, because he will put himself in a barrel or in a bathtub literally filled to the brim with ice every day. That's just not realistic for my lifestyle. I, all I do is make the end of my shower ice cold for as long as I can. The first time I did this, I think I lasted like five seconds. (laughs) It was really short. And then the next time it was like 15 and it just kept getting longer and longer. And it was because I was able to be okay with the discomfort. It really helps you get in control of your subconscious and all of that from a psychological standpoint. And that is so important when you're able to start conquering yourself just handling a cold shower. Think about the other things that you'll be able to conquer because you know that you have control over your own brain, if that makes sense. Because I know a lot of us get in this drone-like state where it doesn't even feel like you're in control of your own thoughts, and this is a really, really great way to completely forget the rest of the world and be in the moment. So, that is really why I love the ice-cold end of the shower is because it completely makes my brain forget about everything else in my life. I am not feeling any anxiety about anything else. So, if if your mind is racing, that is a freaking great way to completely shut it the heck off. Another great thing you can do, so this is actually tip number two when your mind is racing and you're thinking about the 101 things that you have to do, I like to say when in doubt, list it out. Get it on a list, like out of your head and onto paper, and then you can organize it by importance. You know, what needs to get done today to prepare me for tomorrow? Or what needs to get done today so that I can go to bed tonight and not have anxiety and wake up thinking about it in the middle of the night because I didn't get it done. Honestly, like if it's not in my planner, it may as well not exist because I will forget it, and then when I do remember it, the list begins in my head and it's 10 times worse and it feels 10 times more urgent even if it actually isn't. It could be something that could get put off for another week or two, but because I forgot about it and I didn't write it down in my planner right away, my brain is like, what? I don't know what it is. Just write it down and then it is completely out of your brain and the best feeling ever in the whole entire world is checking each of these things off. Actually seeing it on paper and crossing them out. I love scribbling them out. It is like job well done. My third anxiety coping method that you can do right now especially if you have extra time and even if you don't this is something that you should do just so you don't have to think about it so much start deleting those email subscriptions that you never meant to sign up for or stuff that's just old like start unsubscribing from all your old emails and I know when I first started doing this because I was getting like 200 emails a day of just crap absolute crap it was like 15% off for this soap and 20% off this hair care. And it was just stuff that I knew I wasn't going to buy. And I was not interested in whatsoever any longer. So every single day, I just unsubscribed from like 10 or 15. And I noticed over the course of the month uh, that eventually I stopped getting them all together. Just continuously do a few every single day if you don't want to sit down and do them all at once. Like, that task is too much for you to even comprehend handling right now. That is okay. That is exactly how I felt. Just go ahead and just do a tiny bit every day. Every time you do that little bit, it's going to be that positive reinforcement of, hell yeah, I can do this. I can conquer this extra crap that's laying around in my life. Uh, another thing that I like to do is block spam calls as they're coming in and then you'll stop getting them so frequently. Just start blocking the number. Another way you can delete some extra BS from your life is just cancel those subscriptions to things that you may not be using anymore. I know for some people they have a subscription to a certain Amazon product or a subscription to razors and they have like a hundred in their closet but they still get them every month. Like cancel those subscriptions, you guys cancel them so you're not spending that extra money. And in my last but final way to delete extra BS from my life is, is to set timers on my social media, so that I am not wasting. All my day on it because it is a huge time suck as we know go ahead and toss a limit on all your time sucking apps if it's not making you money or making you feel good why are you wasting your precious time on it made a 15 minute Facebook timer and I think 15 minutes or 20 minutes on Instagram and it's so nice because yeah I still love to get on social media and scroll through just as much as everybody else don't get me wrong (laughs) but I know that I can get carried away with it like many others can so just be conscious about how much time you're actually spending on there you know if you're spending two plus hours on on social media like what could you be doing in that time could you be learning a new skill that is saving you hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars or making you thousands of dollars etc, etc. Think about your time as precious. Not that you can't relax and just waste a bit of time, but don't waste countless hours every single week. What could you be doing with that time? Get serious with yourself about that. Don't, there's a big difference between being just straight up lazy and not doing something and resting. And so definitely make that clear to yourself because I know sometimes when I feel like I need to rest, I will also beat myself up a little bit about not getting enough done, so keep that in mind also. So tip number four is going to feel a little uncomfortable at first, and that is because it is affirmations and or mindset work. And just keep in mind that these may feel really uncomfortable or just honestly stupid the first time you try them, and that is 100% due to the fact that you went how long without believing that? But what makes you think that a single affirmation is going to work? Like, I can't be totally pissed when I eat one salad and I don't have shredded abs, right? Mindset work is still work. So try to keep an open mind to this one. Some affirmations that you may find helpful may be about money, relationships, your own personal worth, telling yourself that you are intelligent, you are worthy, you are a money magnet, all of these things, when you tell yourself this enough times, your subconscious will believe it eventually and you will just begin to naturally operate as if it's true. You need to develop that mindset to actually get that life, if that makes sense. So, that's kind of like the basic concept of manifestation actually. The more you believe in it, obviously you'll start thinking from that perspective and then you'll eventually be able to make a legitimate plan. But like I said, it takes time. So you have to start believing it. Um, It really took me like a few months to start believing in myself and then a few months of just trying to apply believing in myself and now I'm here, which is pretty amazing. So just take that into consideration. Affirmations will feel so uncomfortable and that's because your subconscious or your ego is going, no, no, this isn't right. It's uncomfortable. But guess what? You only grow when you are in the discomfort. So, put yourself in the uncomfortable position so that you can be more comfortable in your everyday life. My fifth anxiety coping method is choice reduction and you had that doesn't need to be true. So if you know you use certain supplements and you know it has x amount of pills in a bottle you can get that set up on a subscription to Amazon so you don't have to think about that anymore. Just make it so that your everyday life is easier. What things can you automate like that that are for your health And really, your long-term wealth, if you think about it, because the more you start taking care of your health now, the less you're going to have in medical complications, most likely later. So, it really is an investment, if you think about it. It just takes, again, time. But the time is going to pass anyways. This is something I'm going to say again and again. So we might as well make the best of it, right? If you have a hard time planning dinners and sticking to a budget because you find yourself having a hard time planning to dinner the dinner or executing the dinner because you didn't get to the grocery store or whatever, get a meal prep delivery service of sorts. I personally use EveryPlate because honestly, it is the only one on the market that I think is affordable, and even then, honestly, it's still expensive compared to just buying directly from the grocery store. But it adds so much convenience to my life that I noticed Eric and I were eating out significantly less so much so that it was paying for itself two or three times over. You know, one meal out for us can be easily 70 bucks. You know, like I have my glass of wine and he has his soda and we have a dessert and you know, it just adds up really fast. And we get three dinners for 38 bucks delivered to our door. And sometimes I'll even double a serving so that I can cook like four people's worth and just have leftovers for the next night so that I don't even have to think about cooking dinner two nights in a row. So there are tons of ways to get around having to actually cook every day. So figure out what works best for you, obviously. Because once I started to apply these things to my life, I didn't feel pressure to remember a lot of things, right? Because I automated a couple things and, and that has saved me so much money too because I don't find myself at the store buying a bunch of crap that I don't need. So again, you have to think about the investment. It is so worth it if you figure out what works best for you. So I am encouraging you guys, try some of these. Let me know what you think please let me know what else I can share with you guys that you would find super helpful right now. I know there's so much happening out there and a lot of people are operating from a place of fear and anxiety at the moment. And it is because they haven't seen a lot of this happen ever in their lifetime, right? We've How many of us have been through a pandemic? How many of us have seen two stock market crashes essentially. You know, like, all of this stuff is freaking people out. I would like to remind people that the initial projected deaths due to COVID-19 in the U.S. was supposed to be 2 million, and due to the quarantining that we've been doing, that number has dropped down to, I believe, 60,000. So, think about that number drop. Because we have been doing social distancing, we've been doing the quarantine and all of that, that number has dropped so much. And I would just like to encourage you guys to social distance as much as possible, especially if you are at risk. If you have any underlying health conditions, you know, uh, diabetes, you have asthma, any sort of heart condition, anything like that. Those people are especially at risk. Please do your job and try to protect your loved ones. And it does suck. And I know it sucks, you guys. I miss my family so much right now. I seriously can't wait to see all of my nieces and nephews. And it, it's hard because you want to be there all of the time seeing, you know, all these kids grow up and stuff. But at the same time, it's like I would hate myself forever if I knew I had spread something to them you know, that compromise them in some way. So, do what you can, you guys. Think about the people around you and just take that into consideration. All right, I'm hopping off that soapbox. (laughs) I hope you loved today's episode and that you guys try some of these things. Let me know what works for you and what doesn't and why. DM me, message me, etc, etc. You know how to get a hold of me. I will have everything in the show notes below and everything will be posted to my website. There may be a delay in the podcast stuff being uploaded to the website, but just keep in mind it's because I am a very small business and I don't have a large staff grouping right now. So, I am working on that and it will come with time. So please, please, please send me whatever you would like to hear about, and I will record that for you. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend, and you stay safe. If this episode has helped you in any way, shape, or form, I would so super appreciate it if you clicked subscribe and left me a review. The more reviews we get, the greater reach we have, and the more impact we will make. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and like us on Facebook. Be sure to check out our website and sign up for our mailing list so you don't miss out on any promotions. I look forward to connecting with you again in the next episode.